everyone and welcome back to the OCD podcast. So, quick fun fact, we recorded this episode with Jess back in August of 2020. So, uh, I was I didn't want to throw it out there. I really valued this episode and I was waiting for the show to actually align. And now I feel is the best time to release this episode. I hope you guys enjoy the episode and uh, to make up for the fact I didn't release it on time, uh, at the end of the episode, I added extra conversation that we had with Jess after the podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy. Take care. Sweet. How are you guys? I appreciate you having me. Oh, thank you, man. We appreciate for you on. coming on the podcast. Of course. Okay. So just let me know. Can you hear me clearly? I hear you great. Okay. Thank and you, can man. you hear me clearly? Hear both of you awesome. All right. Okay. So, yeah, we'll just uh, we'll start. Give me one second. <clears throat> wait. Do you know where we are from? Uh, Ryan, did you tell him? Yeah. No. Wait. Guess. Guess. Wait. Um. Guess. My guess. Ooh. <laughs> Is in India. Nah. Close. Very close. Well, where are you guys? Pakistan, Pakistan. No the country what time is it there? It's, it's actually, you gave us like the best timing. Your it's time, 9 o'clock. Yeah. It's 9 p.m. Oh, that's 9 PM. not... That, how, how has it been out there with, um, with Corona and like the virus and all of that? Is it normal or weird or what is it? It's really not good if, I'll, if I say so myself because the, the yeah. people don't listen here. I mean, it's the same in America, right? The people don't. Yeah, it's a disaster. Here. Nobody listens. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I guess the thing in Pakistan is, I'm not, I don't know if this is true, honestly saying it on my own, but I think we have a better immune system. So a lot of the people are asymptomatic. So they're spreading it around, but like no one's getting that sick. Maybe I feel like that might be the case. And are like schools open? Is stuff open uh, out there? No, no, no. Nope, nothing. So basically, uh, on the 10th of August, which is today, everything just finally opened, except for schools and, you know, wedding reception places. That's Other crazy. educational institutes. Yeah. That's wild. Well, I think this is the first podcast I've ever done from the uh, Middle East, which is very ah, cool. So nice, I appreciate nice. you guys having me. Oh, uh, we, we appreciate okay. you being So, yeah. Uh, you're you were extremely busy. Thank you for giving us the time. Like, of course. And yeah, we as appreciate yeah, we'll just start with that. The reason why you're busy is because you're a young entrepreneur, and we want mm-hmm. you to start by telling us how you began Viber Media and how you did it through your podcast. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's definitely been interesting. I've always been into business since I was a little kid. Um, I started like selling shoes on ebay when i was like nine years old and like i've always had that sort of entrepreneurial spirit but really what got me into it for real was starting my podcast when i was 16 um i decided to start my podcast i obviously didn't know anybody to interview so i really just cold emailed people i sent literally 350 cold emails a day every day to try and get people on and uh, it definitely was a grind and it was a, it was a huge effort, but it ended up working. I've been super lucky. I've had um, some really incredible informative guests on ranging from Mark Cuban to Jack Dorsey from Twitter and a whole bunch of different people, which has been great. Mm-hmm. And then it sort of just naturally flowed into an internship, which then led to starting my company Viber Media when I was 17. Oh, damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. So obviously right. a lot of questions come there. 
Uh, obviously, you did the cold emailing the 350 people every day. How do you? I obviously I understand a lot of rejections would have come in. So, what was the thing that like was it Gary Vaynerchuk and all of his inspiration? Like you know, just you need to take rejection in and all of that. Yeah, you know, I got really good at it. Um, I got like I started to expect a no response or getting a no from them. That when I got a yes, it was because I didn't. I had no expectation of them saying yes. I thought it was a shot in the dark. And hey, if some of it sticks, that'd be really cool. But framing it as this most likely won't work set me nice. up for success because any yes exceeded my expectations. Nice. Exactly. Right. I have a question. Yeah, yeah, go on. Go on. Like, where does this relentlessness come from? Like, is it the way that your parents raised you? Raised you? Like, where does this come from? Like, cold emailing? I don't think a kid thinks like that, right? Yeah, I think it was. Um, so my dad's an entrepreneur as well. Um, oh, so I think that right. was huge for growing up. Just seeing, like, his whole journey and process of starting a company out of college and growing it to a large company that he's done today like just seeing that entire process made me really mm-hmm. want to do it but also i think when i was younger i was super into some of gary's stuff and having him on my podcast was very cool and that nice. sort of like doubled down on the thoughts of hey if i could get him and i can get mark cuban i could get anyone and i realized i cold emailing was my only way in and it couldn't hurt what's the worst thing that could happen from doing it but i thought yeah, it nice. gave all it took was one yes to change my life because starting my podcast led to my internship, which happened for my podcast. My internship led to starting my company, but you don't ever, I never start my podcast and I'm not sitting here today. Nice. Obviously facts. So bro, uh, when you say uh, you started, what was your internship? What was the internship? So I interned for um, somebody named Brandon Steiner, who owns a company, owned a company called Steiner sports, which was one of the biggest sports memorabilia and marketing companies in America. And Mm -hmm. I met Brandon through my podcast and then had the opportunity to intern for my senior year of high school and really just go to his office every day, learn from him, work with him. And I learned so much and met so many people in the sports industry that led to everything else I've been able to do now. But I did that for around eight months. So Mm -hmm. yeah, fun fact. Uh, You say the cold emailing and everything and you had the rejection thoughts. Basically, I knew about you through Gary Vee. So I found out about you through Gary Vaynerchuk. And then I was like, okay, because I follow his page. I was like, okay, so this guy actually started a podcast when he was young, 16 years yeah. old, 20 under 20. And I was like, Damn, wow, you've man. been with me for a while. Yeah, that was bro, a long time ago. It's called 20 under 20s. Yeah. So I honestly, I was pretty inspired. And I wrote this to you when I invited you on the podcast. I was like, you did inspire me to start a podcast on my own because I have always loved talking to people about uh, my views because I have opinions on everything. And besides that, I have always loved being an entrepreneur. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur because my father has been an entrepreneur and the way he works, his work ethic has inspired me. And it has also intrigued me. I remember in the summer, I used to go with my father to uh, those business meetings and that's what brought me to that mindset where I wanted to also become an entrepreneur. So I bring that up because uh, then how did you go about starting a company? Yeah. Well, first off, that's really cool to just hear that whole story. Yeah. And I'm happy to hear that somebody got something out of it enough nice. to want to start their own thing. Um, yeah. that's really cool to hear. So thank you for sharing that. Um, but what led to me starting my own business, it was really just a natural <laughs> progression. Um, 
I really enjoyed my podcast. I loved my internship. And then I was like, hey, I'm actually kind of good at some of this stuff I've been doing. And there's a need for it in the market and people are reaching out to me. I'm sure I can do something and help. Um, so it wasn't really like an idea of like, oh my God, I really need to go start my company or whatever it may be. It kind of just happened. And then one client turns into five clients, turns into 10 clients. It just sort of rapidly grew, which I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it wasn't really a process of being like, you know what, I'm going to go start a yeah. company. It was more like it just happened and flowed and I sort of went for it along the ride. So um, uh, after your business started to grow, did you have to get your company registered? Is that like how? That was a whole nother thing when I was like, at the end of probably six months or after my first year, I was talking to my dad. He's like, have you like filed taxes for it? I'm like, I don't know if I need to do that. I'm 17. He's like, no, I think you have to do that no matter what. So reached out to a lawyer and accountant and got registered and paid my taxes on time. So the government's happy with me. And, uh, yeah, I had. A, I wasn't really fit. I was more just saying, yeah, I'll help these people out. I didn't think of all the ramifications legally and uh, accounting wise that would all. So, happen. what exactly is Viber Media? Yeah, so we work, yeah, totally. We work with mostly pro athletes, brands, and businesses on their digital and social platforms. So, anything mm-hmm. from their websites to their brand development and brand deals, social media pages, anything that relates to their digital or social presence, we do. Uh huh. Okay, so uh, because, uh, okay, so how did people start getting in contact with you specifically? Like, how did they know you were the guy for the job? It was funny. It was mostly for my podcast, which I didn't expect. Um, Uh But a lot of guests that I'd have on my podcast would end up becoming clients. And then it was all just referral based. And uh, I had to ask, how did they like, through the podcast, how did they understand that? Okay, this guy knows how social media works. This is how he can help us as a company. Yeah, I think typically what I did was we'd talk a little bit about it. And then at the end, I guess some if it came up during the episode or they'd ask, so what do you do? Which I guess is a normal question that now I ask people at yeah. the end of my, when I go on, what do you do? And I tell them and they're like, hey, that's interesting. If you want to check out my stuff, would be happy to. And I'm like, 100%, I'll check it out. I'd check it out, send them an audit, tell them my thoughts. And then occasionally I'd end up working with them, which was a crazy like turn of events that indirectly happened from starting my podcast. My first nice. five clients all came from my podcast. Now, luckily, we've sort of built nice. a team process out where they're not right, all from right. the podcast, but initially it was all from that. So um, mm-hmm. how did you uh, market yourself after those five clients when you wanted to grow your company? Luckily, it was a lot of, um, it was just a lot of referrals. It was um, a nice. ton of referrals and then really, I guess it's, I hate the word authority, but once you become a relevant voice, I guess, in the space, more inbound stuff starts coming in. So more Uh stuff started coming in on the podcast or for speaking engagements or for business stuff. And it sort of just naturally grew. Once again, it wasn't really a process at the beginning. Now I have done that, but initially it was sort of just inbound stuff coming in. And then we started to build out a process and contractors and a team to really do it. Uh huh. So um, just tell me, do you believe uh, in, I'm coming towards the education side. This is just a question. Do you believe in college uh, in the U.S. or anywhere, actually? That's a good question. Um, so actually, I think I have a unique perspective compared to other young entrepreneurs. Uh-huh. Out of my six closest friends, I'm the only one that went to, goes to college. And right. here's my thoughts on the education model. I think I, I'm not a huge fan of how the K through 12, so like elementary school and high school here, 
works in terms of, I think it's really good at setting a box for education for kids. I don't think it really allows people to create. You, you get really good at following rules and hitting deadlines, but you don't get to create your own ideas. I think college is a little bit better because you can pick your major and pick your classes and do all that. I don't know if all of college is the most up-to-date education-wise in terms of some of the things they teach. However, I think it's been um, very, very valuable to me from just a lifestyle perspective, becoming mm -hmm. more well-rounded, living on my own, meeting other kids my age, studying different topics. I found the experience of college to be well worth it. Nice. Yeah. I, I How also... was high school for you? Like, I, I wanted to ask you, where yeah, did so, you go? And... Yeah. In America, we do, um, we do like six or five years of like elementary school, then three years of middle school, and then four years of high school, and then normally four years of college. Right. <clears throat> Right, right. So you're currently going to the Stevens Institute of Technology, right? Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. What is your major? Um, business and technology, dual focus with focuses nice. on marketing and then information nice. systems. Nice. Are you actually learning something from it? I, I want you to ask. You know, it's, I, I get that question a lot, especially on the marketing mm -hmm. side, considering that's what I do all day. Um, right. My answer is I'll tell people after this year, because for the first two years, you pretty oh. much just do... Gen like I took the all basics. my sciences and my b basic yeah. business stuff this year's when yeah. I get into my focus, but I had found the interesting classes to me were the ones that have nothing to do with my major. So like oh. project management or psychology or sociology, all the things you wouldn't think are interesting have just given mm -hmm. me a super well-rounded focus on the rest of, cause I think psychology applies to business if not directly, but Understanding how people think or sociology, how a society frames things can be super helpful in business. Nice. So mm -hmm. if I talk about uh, the education system, right? The education system in the U.S. is actually considered much better, to be honest. And I know the people in the U.S. always complain about the education system. Yeah. But yeah, I what's it like, like out there yeah. by you guys? So basically, it's really not. <laughs> it's, it, I feel like the U.S. On, education yeah. system has a lot of more practicality. I don't know if I'm wrong here, but like you guys uh, have, you have your scores and your grades also based upon some projects, some school projects. But there's actually none of that outside. There's Are like, you guys just based off tests? Just based off tests. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. That's the good thing about, I know. The good thing about America is when you apply to college, it's a combo of a bunch of things. They factor yeah. in your test scores, your yeah. grades, mm -hmm. but then almost just as important is the rest of your work experiences, your club involvement, your essays, your yeah. application yeah, as a whole. Yeah, yeah. It's not just a, oh, you scored the highest, you're going to the yeah. best school. Because yeah. I ended up getting into a couple of, um, not a couple, but I got into an in Ivy League school, which is like, what in america oh, yeah that's considered. like the yeah, with, a, the with not a great gpa yeah. like it oh. was based off of the other things i did rather than strictly nice. my grades nice. which i think is a really cool part of the american college system yeah yeah our education system primarily like consists of like cramming books just cramming them and Legit. getting the highest score there's Legit. there's nothing else there there's no benefit to be had from it and me and Ryan have done the uk education system yeah oh yeah we did the so, uk yeah. education system which is literally almost exactly the same it's based off tests there's no practical to be fair yeah in there. so yeah you guys have so i guess i can't better. complain i can't complain yeah. anymore <laughs> you guys really yeah, can't yeah. complain <laughs> So, so yeah, uh, tell me, uh, go on, right. go on, uh, okay. tell me, how did you get this online lemonade stand thing going? How, how did you create this farm? I, 
Yeah, thanks for bringing up Making Lemonade. This is one of the things I've really enjoyed talking about over the last three months. So back in March, when Corona really hit bad, a friend and Mm -hmm. I decided, hey, we can do something about the pandemic and try and help. So I'm super happy to say we now have over 350 people involved. We've raised over $120,000, and we're working on raising another $150,000 to launch as a nonprofit next month. So it's been a disease causes. So helping with medical relief, education, um, emergency relief, we're going to do a whole bunch of issues that any Gen Zer could relate to. Nice. Mm -hmm. So is there a minimum amount of money you need to register as a nonprofit? Um, So to register, anybody can register as a nonprofit, but it certainly (sighs) speeds up the process if you've raised and donated money already. And we've donated over $105,000 so far. So Mm -hmm. definitely we're off to a good start. So you're donating it to... We started off, so the Corona Relief one um, is getting donated to three organizations. The CDC Foundation, which is the Center for Disease Control in America. Um, Feeding America, which is the biggest hunger relief organization in America. And then the Direct Relief Fund, which was helping hospitals and doctors with um, masks and equipment and all that. But once we launch next month, we're going to be donating to a wide variety of organizations across a bunch of different topics and issues. Nice, very nice. I love that you you are expanding it. Mm-hmm. It's nice that you're thinking yeah. about helping people with the platform you have. Thank so, you. Um, the thing is, I wanted to ask, where do you want to go from here? Where you're currently at? Like, what are your expansion thoughts? Like, what do you? What are your future endeavors? You know, that's a good question. I think I definitely want to continue to own my own businesses. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. I, I don't think I'm a great employee. I think I'm really, I, I, I think I'm nice. better at launching and starting something on my own and trying to see the whole process out. Um, mm-hmm. Ideally, continue to build out what I'm doing now, but also work on new projects. I think the really cool part of being able to build such a awesome team of college kids through making lemonade is allowing them to work on some of my other projects and getting to work with an incredible incredible group of people to build more things so ideally keep growing my own company um i think that'll happen hopefully over the next couple of years um but long term nice. continue to own my own team and 30 years the goal is to own a sports team nice nice right. so why is it the sports team thing i've uh, since i was a little kid my biggest um dream has been to own a uh, sports team so if i can make that come true that'd be a cool one <laughs> that sounds In which like, kind of sports yeah I'd lo- i think basketball or football nice oh wow. okay one Wait, more thing american football american right? football yes no, yeah. we're the we're the weird country that calls it <laughs> yeah. why do you call it football if there's okay I, you're, really you're holding it in your hand like i don't it's care, insane man. yeah i yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense it really doesn't to us mm-hmm. uh yeah. bro so uh, you're saying uh, this basketball, oh, sorry, the owning the sports team thing, it's really close to the Gary Vee dream as well. He wants Yeah, to you know what? The, That's true. Yeah, he wants to Jets. own the Jets. Yeah. So, uh, bro, how did you go about the whole Gary Vee experience? Can you tell us how it mm. was like meeting him? How was the whole thing? It was great. I've, be, I've gotten to meet Gary Bunch um, recently, but it really started off when I was 16. I just cold emailed him a bunch. Um, and eventually he, uh, he gave in and gave me 15 minutes on his calendar to do an yeah. interview. But um, he's a really good dude. He's, he does so much stuff, but actually yeah. hanging out with him. He's a good dude. I've hung out with him a decent amount since. I spoke at a conference in Toronto alongside him the month after that. And then I just saw him um, 
last year in Los Angeles for the ESPYs. I went to a um, Vayner event, Vayner Sports. Mm-hmm. So I see him there. But Gary's a great dude. So how's um, the energy around him? Like, yeah, he's. I feel like on, everyone's innovating around him. It, he's it always on a hundred. Yeah, his energy is exactly. always on hundred. He's always pumped up, full of energy. He always has a bunch of people mm-hmm. ready to right. talk to him. Nice, nice. So, bro, uh, Arshter had this really nice question lined up for you, bro. Go on, mm-hmm. ask it. Okay. Uh, wait, the spiritual one or the yeah, other the, one? The, the spiritual one. Or you can right. go with the uh, other one. Okay, I'll, I'll first go with that other one. We'll ask the spiritual one at the end. Uh, I wanted to ask, you've talked about AI before, right? A little bit. I've interviewed uh-huh. a couple, yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how do you exactly plan to stay afloat with this paradigm shift in technology? Like when AI will take over, what's, what are your plans? I wanted to know how you will combat with it. Yeah, the biggest thing I've tried to do is continue to interview industry leaders in the space. So, Because I know I'm not going to be the expert on it, but I'd right. love to interview the people that are the experts so I could stay on top of it. So Mark Cuban's been talking a lot about it. So I was lucky to have him on and really dive into AI with him. I'm mm-hmm. lucky to have more people on. But I think 100% of people don't think it's going to have an effect on our lives moving forward. I think they're not paying attention. Um, okay. I'm not super informed on all of the applications yet, but I really mm-hmm. do think it's going to be a key component to our livelihood and technology moving forward. And I hope to continue to interview uh, more people in the space to get involved. Okay, so for Viber Media, right? How did you build your whole team? And like, I will ask you a follow-up question once you tell me that. Like, yeah, it started off really as just me and a friend, and then obviously you add some contractors in, and then continuing to build it out. But the model that I've really learned from making lemonade that I want to use for the rest of my companies is finding a really good operations person is the most important part to any business I ever run because Uh I'm good at sort of long, I think I'm better at long-term vision and planning and strategy, but I suck at day-to-day task management and operations, but that's a key part of running a business. You don't have that and you don't have a business. Um, It's just an idea. So finding that has been essential for a bit. Like if I didn't have a couple of the best operations people we have on our lemonade side, I don't, I don't think we ever would have gone past 10 people or $10,000, let alone 300 people or, $200,000. So I think the one thing I've realized is you want your team to be smarter than you Mm -hmm. and you want to have really good people and empower them to do, make decisions and do things. Um, So that's something I've tried to pull on to all my other businesses as well. So was it really hard to find these nice people? Did you have to do a lot of firing and hiring and all of that? It's definitely a process for sure. You don't find the best people originally and it's never ending process of always trying to upgrade talent and find really good people. Yeah. Are most and, of them are your friends? Yeah, I mean, so on the fundraiser side, yes, um, because obviously people aren't getting paid. It's a nonprofit. But then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, we work with older people as well. We work with 30 and 40-year-olds, executives. Um, so it's a nice combo. So do you have a proper office established for this? I think we're going to start working out of um, – I think it's funny because we were going to get an office in – the city, but what I've realized from all of this is as Work a result of the pandemic, w- all of my things have worked more efficiently virtually than we ever did before. I think it may, number one, you save money. And number yeah, two, I think we're just as effective as a virtual team than we ever were in person. Facts, facts. Sure. Honestly, it's uh, a lot of companies and restaurants are moving towards 
you're not having dine-ins because they're like, this saves money. This helps us make our products cheaper, which helps them sell more. So a lot of people have realized a lot of different stuff. Like you don't need to go in for work. People are realizing they can do their job from home. And yeah. a lot of stuff will never be the same after this whole pandemic. A hundred percent. I think you look at some of the big companies like Google isn't planning on letting their employees back until the end of next summer. Damn. Damn. It's crazy. So um, when you say uh, the whole, what is your main role in Viber Media, your company? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, so I started it and then really the biggest aspect I sort of do as a founder on a day-to-day basis is sort of strategic vision for our clients um, working with some of our clients have worked with for a while, continuing to sort of recruit new people. And then luckily I've sort of shifted from doing all the day-to-day work to more of a long-term vision and uh, branding and getting new clients rather than actually completing a bunch of the tasks or product management. So I know it's like a rapid, uh, I'm repeating the question, but like I'm saying that uh, when you hire someone, right? So you, when you started this company, the reason you were even being hired is because you were the one that could help everyone out with their Instagram, their social yeah. media is promoted. How do you find someone that does the question. same thing you do? Yeah, like your vision? That, that's a great question. Um, it's all about documenting processes and um, strategies. So obviously I'm still the connection with the client. I'll give them updates. I'll do that. But some of the stuff on a content creation side, like I know the process that needs to be followed to have success on some of these things, but making a graphic, we could have somebody do or tracking analytics. We can have somebody do under the overarching theme and strategy we come up with to sort of bring that all together. Damn. Okay. So how much do you work the whole week? Yeah. Are you hands on or a lot? I work a lot. Um, I'd say right now my breakdown is probably, I'm trying to think this through. Um, probably eight, seven. Eh, that's not even accurate. Sixty percent. That's not accurate either. I'd say forty percent uh, or fifty percent on my business. Another forty percent on the nonprofit, which is crazier. But we're nice, nice. stuff, doing podcasts, my own podcast, um, all of that. That's sort of my work split, but definitely a lot, a lot of hours a week, not enough sleep. Nice. No, you don't get seven hours of sleep every day. Not enough. Some oh. nights I'll be lucky to get seven and a half, but last oh, night, that's nice. last night I got like, what did I get? I went to sleep at like, I got like five and a half hours last night. Not Bro, great. What so I you live on coffee, that. I guess. I live on coffee. Um, getting a workout in is important. I worked out this morning right after I woke up, which was good. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Bro, what's amazing is that lifestyle excites me. It excites me so much. Like I really would love to be in that much motion. Like I would want to be doing that much. I would, I wish I actually, honestly, I, I can, you make stuff that you have to do. Like if you are feeling like, you know, you're bored, then find stuff to do. And I feel yeah. like if you guys I, are bored, we will definitely get you guys involved in making lemonade. We could always use the help. So making lemonade, uh, how do you get people involved and how do, how, mm. and I would honestly expect it to have much more than 300 people. I feel like you're choosing people then. Right? Yeah. We've gotten yeah. to the point luckily where we have so much good talent that we've really been very careful on who we're adding to our team, but I'm excited when we launch as a nonprofit, we're going to have options for people to join as like 
members and supporters. We can have as many people as we want and then our internal team as well, which will be more of an application process. Um, But yeah, no, people can definitely check us out on social media and reach out to sign up at Making Lemonade Fund. Uh, They can email me, jesse at makinglemonadefund.com if they want to talk about making lemonade related stuff. Um, But yeah, we'd love to get people involved. Nice. That's amazing. I would love to work with you because like charity is something I will praise us Pakistanis on it. And a lot of Middle Easterns, we love charity. It's just like something that we love doing. It's in our religion, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, it's part of our religion, honestly. Awesome. Yeah, we'd love to get you guys involved. Actually, now... Yeah. Yeah, go on, Ashtar. Mm-hmm. So, about that question, uh, it's it's a bit personal, but would you mind if I ask it? Go, I, I'm an open book. Go for it. Uh, okay. Uh, what is your spiritual outlook? Do you... Uh, are you like an atheist or are you like a practicing... Do you practice your religion? You're Jewish, right? I am Jewish. That's a good question. I'd say... I'm an interesting combo. Um, I had a bar mitzvah. I'm definitely Jewish. Um, but I think I'm also more of um, like, I'm not the person that goes to temple every week, but I definitely right. do have a, like, I, I'm definitely proud to be Jewish, have a good connection there. My grandpa's a Holocaust survivor. Um, oh, wow. But amazing. yeah, it, I'm definitely, uh, I don't know if I'm the best practicing Jew, but I uh, definitely have a connection there. Um, I'm proud to be it. Okay, Wait, so can you tell us about bar mitzvah? What, what exactly? I've heard it a lot on like Ethan uh, HCHC, but I don't know what it is. Can it's, you tell us so that? for boys, it's usually when you're 13 or girls when you're like 12 or 13. But in the Jewish religion, it's basically like becoming a man or a woman and you read oh. from the Torah. It's a whole process and nice. you usually have a party after. Nice. It's a cool, it's a cool nice. day. Nice. Oh, it's a good so, okay, I'll just gonna ask you this. Do you know what Shalom Aleikum means? I do not. Oh, Shalom? Yeah, Shalom. Oh, yes, I do know what that means. Sorry, I missed so, that part. So, like, yeah. the full form is like Shalom Aleikum. It's like, yeah. uh, so, fun fact. Uh, oh, oh, wait. I, I, say that again. I totally Shalom think I misheard you. Shalom oh, alaykum. of course. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, yeah. is just like um, peace be with you. about peace. Yeah, peace, like peace mm-hmm. beyond. Yeah, so yeah. fun um, fact, uh, we, we're, bo- uh, we're both Muslims. So yep. us being Muslims, our greeting is assalamu alaikum, which means exactly the same thing. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah that's really nice. Yeah. And I think that's another thing too, not to get too yeah, pushed no. into no religions, but I yeah. think like there's so much middle ground on so many there different is. religions there and i think the media, i think the media does a really good job of trying to divide people and putting religions or faiths or countries against each other and i think right. there's a lot of similar ground and common belief there is the a Abrahamic lot of are we are a lot of similarities we honestly respect everything that you respect to an extent like your books, we respect them. We respect your yeah. prophets. Like, I don't want to go- They are our holy books. Torah yeah. is our holy book, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, uh, okay, not going too much into it, but like- No, no, it's time. definitely yeah, cool though. I don't think I've ever talked about that in a podcast before, It's nice. Awesome. I wanted so to ask that, that yeah. We wanted yeah. to ask that question so like, you know, we'd stand up because we like talking about everything. Like, you want yeah, to no, open, I'm, t- like I'm totally an open yeah. book. So I, I like nice. having that. That's nice. Okay. So, uh, bro, that was amazing. We loved interviewing you. And Absolutely we're so thankful amazing. you gave us so much time. And of course. Yeah, yeah you're verified. We're, we're, we have like 60 <laughs> followers. 
<laughs> I uh, no, you guys are doing a great okay, job with this. Nice. I was literally you're further along than I was three years ago when I started this. So you guys are doing a really, really good job on this. Um, I appreciate you having me and good luck. And if I can be helpful with anything, I uh, I'd love to. Okay. Yeah, Thank sure, you, man. man. We will always ask you for our help. Uh, for me, you're a type of a mentor right now. So yeah, I'm Thank putting you. that burden it. on you, man. <laughs> I appreciate so, it. Any way I can help, I'm more than happy to. Nice. Thank you, man. It was amazing talking Thank to you. you. Take care. I just want to talk to you a little after the yeah, podcast. Yeah, totally. Is that fine? Thank 100%. you, man. 100%. So, 100%. Okay, bro. I don't know. I'm a little... I love the entrepreneur part, so I just wanted to talk a little about that. But before that, how's life nowadays? Mm-hmm. It's good. It's been like... It, it's been such a weird three or four months with Corona. Um... But it's been really good. Like considering the circumstances, life's been really good on my end. Obviously making lemonade's been awesome. And like finally we're really getting ready to launch it. And we've gotten some really good press coverage. The Wall Street Journal just did an interview nice. on it. We're doing, we're doing a bunch of really cool work. So I'm excited for everyone to see the nonprofit once we launch. But uh, it's been a very weird couple months. What about you guys? Honestly, weird for us. Weird for him. He yeah. had his university yeah. going on and he had to just stop. Just leave everything and go. And like the uh, the dorms that I stayed in, they became like Corona wards. Yeah, that's like really... a, that was literally what happened at my school. I got sent oh, home did March 11th, and then I lived in an apartment. But they used the dorms on campus as like an extension of yeah. hospitals. And then I was supposed to go back in two weeks, but college is going to be online. I'm going to live there anyway on in an apartment just to be with my friends. But yeah, college is going to be online again. It's so weird. Nice. Honestly, Which state man, are you based in? New Jersey. Right. Uh, how were the protest, protests in New Jersey? Because I have my relatives in New Jersey. Like the Black Lives Matter. Protests. Yeah, not too, not too noticeable. Those have been a lot in New York City, LA, Chicago. Yeah. Um, but I'm in like the suburbs of New Jersey and like the, mid- oh. New, no, the middle of nowhere. Like 8,000 people live in my town. So <laughs> nice. not too much around here. Hey, you know what I love? Is the town the town thing in the U.S.? Is I that just not like a thing? it. It's, is it is. It is a thing, but it's not I mean, that type of a thing. I feel like you guys have yeah. called the sacks and all that, and it's much smaller, and you can have identifiable communities. It's cozier. It's really cozy. Yeah. 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 Like where I live, it's like um, it's in a small town, but then I live on like the end of a long street. Like we live on like an acre. It's very like quiet. Nice. Like you don't. Like oh, it's wow. weird. It's very different. But then I live in Hoboken, which is a city when I'm at school, 10 minutes from New York City. And that's obviously way more apartments and close together and all of that. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, bro, I'd, uh, how's your father feel about the whole thing the, and your mother about your whole entrepreneur? I think thing? they've, um, my dad definitely is a big fan and as is my mom, but it's been cool to sort of grow through this phase and talk to my dad um nice because he's been through the same experience yeah. um yeah. but yeah no they're definitely happy i think um and now i'm getting my siblings involved my little brother's getting involved with the fundraiser which is cool my sister's still a little too young but getting my brother involved has been great and it's been it's been a really fun time nice so uh bro i wanted to ask about how you emailed all of your people like or to view guests on your podcast bro yeah when how i did... started off it was yeah. all cold emails um and i can send you the thing i used it's pretty much a sure short, like four sentence thing um <laughs> but now luckily as it's grown most of the requests for the podcast have sort of come inbound so i'm not 
Damn. pitching out as much, but I still do my fair share. Like Mark Cuban, I pitched, obviously. Obviously, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Bro, how do you, uh, like, okay, so I have to sing. I feel like people won't be able to find me much easily. Can you repeat that one more time? How do people find you? Like, you're In, getting inbound uh, online? Like, Wait, so okay. how did you find... How did you say you found my stuff again? Gary posted Gary, something and I was man. in it? Bro, yeah, man. Yeah. Gary posted something. I'm really sure Gary posted something. Interesting. Huh. Very cool. Um, most people tend to find... I mean, luckily, the podcast has a lot of listeners. Um, so people nice. find me from there. And then a lot nice. of people just DM me on Instagram, email okay. me. Okay. Um, all of them. I try to be as responsive as I can and helpful okay. as I can because I was literally in that exact spot three years ago so Thank the more you. people i can help the better i was thankful you replied to my message of course <laughs> no i was super excited to do this that's awesome so uh could you send me that template because bro of course, I really can you know, just man. can you email i'm gonna put my email in the chat can you just email me yeah. whatever you want and i'll make sure i send that to you yeah okay yeah. so yeah bro i what i understand uh so viral media right yep bro i like starting a company when you're this young, I I love that. I really love thank that. You. That's why I really wanted to have you on the podcast. Like that's thank nice. you. I appreciate. Yeah, it's definitely been a uh, it's been an interesting journey to really do all of it and be in school and have the company and the podcast and the nonprofit and all that. But it, I don't. I wouldn't turn it in for anything. It's been so much nice. fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, man, thank you for being so open with us, talking to us. It was very yeah. Nice, man. Of Thank course, you no, me. you guys are doing really good work. Really appreciate you having me on. Any way I can support um, or be helpful, you obviously- I will like, ask for yeah. your help, man. I will ask for your help. You do it. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, do it. 100% do it. You have my email. You have my DM. Nice. I try to be as responsive as I can. Sometimes it's just yeah. insane, but um, definitely continue to follow up. Um, but you guys are doing great work. Nice. And also, okay, so one interesting thing. I feel like yeah. you use, use iMessage mostly, right? I do. See, like this is like WhatsApp. Everyone in America. I never, I never check WhatsApp. That, WhatsApp. I, like, I don't even know if I still. <laughs> I think I have it downloaded. I just never check. WhatsApp is everything for people outside because we use yeah, Android. Yeah, outside of America. Yeah, outside of America. Like we use WhatsApp, man. Like uh, because Android, you don't have. Not everyone uses. Yeah, do, is is iPhone not a big thing out there? It is. It is. It is a big thing, but like. We, not everyone has an iPhone. It doesn't yeah, have it's that like, level of monopoly. Yeah, here it's like everybody. Has. Here it's weird if you don't have one. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah, <laughs> extremely weird, I would expect. It's weird if you don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. It was amazing talking to you. Thank you, guys. I Thank appreciate it. Thank you for giving us your time, man. Of course. Take care. Good luck, guys. Talk okay. soon. Bye, man. Okay, guys, that was all. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys enjoyed the extra conversation I put in there. Uh, Be sure to subscribe and also uh, take care. See you in the next episode.